Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is back, presenting over 20 expert speakers on all things social media. Visit smwcda.com for more information. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Wine number one I said was a stainless steel Chardonnay, and then I wavered a little bit and said Viognier, but I'm sure it's, I don't know. It is. It's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to or welcome back to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Phil and Shelly. Shelly and Phil outside on the deck. 87 degree day. We love it. You'll hear birds. But before we get too far into this, happy Friday. It's wine time. So today is going to be a really interesting episode if I do say so myself because Shelly has purchased two wines that I have no idea what they are and I'm going to do a blind tasting. So you want to say something about that? Where, so, what was that Yes, thing? it's a blind tasting. He has no idea what the relationship between the two wines are, if any. Or what they are, even. I so. don't. I don't know if they're white the or red. The last time we did a blind tasting and at the culinary stone, he didn't do so well. <laughs> I was going to say that. I pride myself on knowing uh, three things. That's it. I can name a New England or <laughs> New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. I can usually name a Pinot Noir. And I feel like I'm pretty good on Chardonnay, whether it's an oaked or an unoaked. I'm pretty good on that. I missed on everything that night. I was so depressed. Even the Pinot Noir. It was a Pinot. I missed the Pinot. And the Sauvignon Blanc. It was disgusting. So, uh, yeah, all of what I would, had pumped myself up to be a wine connoisseur that's learning a whole lot. Yeah, I'm not a sommelier. Probably not be one, but I still enjoy wine. I'm still learning, and uh, we're trying to do our best to kind of teach a little bit about what we know and do that. So, Shelly, uh, what are we going to start with? Number one. Number one. We have, you don't see them, but we have two brown bags. They say wine time Fridays, blind number one and blind number two. It's exciting. <laughs> this tells me if it's a red or white right off the bat in our little flower I know, glasses. I should have had you done it with the blindfold. You know what I should be doing is taking a picture of this. Yeah. Beautiful. So I took a picture of the both the bags. Ooh, they are white. Okay. They are white. Actually, you know, the guy from Monty Python, John Cleese, mm -hmm. is a wine connoisseur. And oh, yeah. he did, it was about a 40-minute show. I'm just, we should try to watch that tonight. He did a, it was a little party, and they talked about wine, but he did uh, glasses that were not glasses, so you couldn't see the wine. 
and you couldn't see the bottles. I was going to try to do that, but and I couldn't figure out. There were people uh, we that needed black glasses. Yeah, you do. There were people that missed it being a red or a white. So you so visually is so important. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously that shows if it's red or white, but I mean, gosh, you have to really rely on the nose and and the and the taste and all of that. But it was interesting that a lot of people missed, and those that didn't miss, I think they're guessing. Huh. That was really interesting. Okay, what the wines were? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Let me put my computer down, and let's give this a sniffy sniff, as Gary would say. Remember, trying to. Uh, mentioned Gary in every episode, so he'll. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just so this sucks because I'm not getting anything. Um, I do believe it's not been on oak, so it's either. Gosh. It's nice and crisp. It is nice I have and crisp. To say not much about this because I know. you have to guess. I don't think it's a vino verde because I don't think I don't really see or smell any effervescence. I'm gonna go with a stainless steel Chardonnay, and I'm not sure what to do with that. But there's really no nose at all, other than, gosh, just really light pear and little floral stuff. Right, so let's go ahead and give it a health well to health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance. And your giggles. And your kisses. And peace on earth. And peace on earth. You're adding that in there, are you? I am. All right. I am going Chardonnay. And I'm going a stainless steel Chardonnay. And that's all you get from me. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, I know I'm going to blow up. This is probably like a Viognier or it just doesn't taste as sweet as a Viognier. It is good, though. Very good. Oh, you can't even tell me yet. I'm not going to tell yeah. you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. You can yell at the chickens to get out of the strawberries while I open this other one so we can hear the pop. Oh, oh, I can't look at that. Oh, and you'll Did you more. look at the other one? No. That's how there's writing on it. All right, while she's pouring, I'm going to... So we're going to do a better job of trying to stay uh, around 20 minutes. We've been doing a horrible job about that. While Just she's... FYI, there's a bunch of nitrates at the top. Oh, interesting. I know. Oh, it's a red. <laughs> okay, so they're clearly not the same. Oh, God, that smells <laughs> they're not really... not the same. <laughs> well, I mean the same grape. Gosh. Uh, some of the wines that we drank this week. La- uh, so last night and into today will be a Waterbrook trifecta. We had a Chardonnay, a Rosé, which is from Sangiovese, and a, a Rosé of Sangiovese. In case people are wondering where Sangiovese is. Sangiovese is the grape. I know, but some people <laughs> oh, might not Rosé of that. Sangiovese. Okay, so you can make Rosé from a number of different uh, grapes. Sangiovese, Grenache, uh, Pinot. Pinot, yes. Um, those are the majors, aren't they? 
I think I've seen a rosé of Cabernet. Interesting. I wonder if they I do a Merlot. I've not seen a rosé of Zinfandel. You wouldn't because people would want to call that a white Zinfandel, and that's just wrong. <laughs> that would not be good. Okay, so we'll work off of, uh, away from the wines that we've had this week so that we can get into this one. This one smells delicious. It does. Oh, man, man, man. Delicious. Like bread dough in there. Oh, boy. Smells really good. Okay, is this a blend? I'm not telling you anything. That would be really rude to do a blend. So just to review, I did two blinds back to back in episode one, episode two of Shelly. Episode one was barefoot bubbly versus an actual, I think $45 champagne. And the second week was a Duckhorn Merlot versus a decoy decoy Merlot, both owned by Duckhorn. So she's trying to get me back. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and toast it up to your giggles. To your kisses. And peace on earth. Peace on earth. Got some tannins. Woo! So I think this is a Washington wine because I can taste the heat. I'll bet this got alcohol between 14 and 15%. We don't know yet. <laughs> we'll find out. Okay, so we had a Syrah last night from Waterbrook. If you turned around and poured another Syrah, <laughs> that would be very sneaky. Would it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Syrah, and I'm just going to go Washington Syrah. I have no idea where on the grapes of the Chardonnay, which wasn't a Chardonnay, now I'm leaning Viognier. She already told me it's not Chardonnay. Uh, those birds are very loud today. I wonder if people can hear yeah, our birds. That's good. All right, are well, you ready to find out? Yes, let us, let <laughs> us unveil these right after the break. If you're a business owner looking how to better navigate the world of social media, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is for you. With over 25 expert speakers, the Pacific Northwest's longest-running social media conference is designed to empower local brands and professionals with a deeper understanding of the strategies, tactics, and tools they need to advance themselves and their organizations in the ever-changing fields of social media and digital marketing. And because every business should know their why, the theme for this conference is starting with why. You will learn about Facebook and Instagram for sure, but you will also gain an in-depth knowledge of Facebook ads, influencer marketing, blogging, branding, and even TikTok, just to name a few. And for those who think conferences are just too overwhelming or you can't justify three days away from the office, there is also the Social Media Summit Inner Circle Masterclass. With each class presented by an expert in social media marketing, you'll have time to implement what you've learned before the next session. Don't be that business that's left behind your competitors in leveraging the power of social media marketing. Be sure to visit smwcda.com for more information on this powerful conference. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Okay, welcome back. Well... We're about to unveil the two wines that Shelly 
purchased today for me to blind taste. I already said I knew I was going to be wrong. Wine number one I said was a stainless steel Chardonnay, and then I wavered a little bit and said Viognier. But I'm sure it's, I don't know. It is uh, from Pond. It is Albarino. Yes. Because it's going to be Albarino Day coming up too. Pretty soon. Yeah. Right? Albarino is in two weeks. Yes. Today is the... I don't even know what today is at all. 17th. 17th. Today is the 17th. All right. All right. So, I was way off on the Albarino. It's a delicious wine, though. From Ponderé. Wow. Yeah, Ponderé. That's up in Sandpoint, wine. Idaho. Here we go. This is also Ponderé, and it's a Cab Franc. I love their Cab Franc. <laughs> oh, these are fun, Shelly. Good job. High five. <laughs> Good job. These are great. And they have new labels. Uh, they have very nondescript labels. So Ponderay sold. Steve no longer owns Ponderay, which is sad. We like Steve. Can't think of Steve's last name, but we love him. <laughs> He's a good friend. <laughs> okay. So Shelley's getting a little uh, more comfortable uh, on these episodes. Uh, we have met him in. Been at a dinner with them. Yeah. So. You want to talk a little bit about both of these wines? This is fantastic. Albarino. I'm going right back there. Yeah, the Albarino is really good. So Ponderay Winery is in Sandpoint, Idaho. And they used to be like right on the right on the corner in the main drag sort of, but they outgrew their space and now they're God, over really by good. the airport. They're by what airport? Did you go up to Sandpoint today? No, I didn't. Okay, I'm like, wow. I didn't know. I was just reading that. Um, um, by the Sandpoint Airport? Yeah. Interesting. That's got to be a huge airport. Yeah, a huge airport. As big as the one in Coeur d'Alene. Maybe not. <laughs> I believe most of the Pondere grapes are sourced from eastern Washington, but I would really be most of them are sourced from columbia river aba in washington except for the chardonnay which they get from vickers vineyard in the snake river valley did you hear that i did snake river valley is where they're getting which their chardonnay the chardonnay that's down southern idaho that's really starting to come around and and make a name for for itself which is fantastic i think Mm -hmm. every state in the united states produces uh, Some kind of wine now. Wine, wine grapes, yeah. Uh, I think Alaska's probably late harvest or ice wine or something like that. But, uh, you know, as we've mentioned, Washington, uh, on the other side of the mountains in western Washington, the Puget Sound ABA are producing grapes there, which is amazing. It is amazing. Uh, I wonder if Florida and... New Mexico, if they, Texas, are they producing grapes? Things like that in Tennessee, the really hot climates. I don't know, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yes, because we want to make sure we honor the time. So the one thing that I loved about the Ponderay Winery is that they did a bistro rouge, oh, yeah. a, a bistro rouge, and yep. a bistro blanc. Yep. So those you could buy and. They had a little saying. What? They had a saying. Drink red, go green. Oh. <laughs> yes, they had a little saying. But you could buy them in Magnum, and then you could bring your bottle back, and they would refill it. 
There was a couple places here in town, so you didn't have to drive all the way up to Sandpoint. Right. Uh, Coeur d'Alene and Sandpoint. Pilgrims. It's market. about maybe a 45-minute drive, 50-minute drive, mm-hmm. something like that. And a uh, beautiful drive, uh, dangerous on icy roads, but beautiful drive nonetheless. It goes by a lake called Kokolala. Kokolala is very yeah, cute, and get but into Sandpoint they're actually a, on Lake Pondre. And what we didn't know... When I first moved here, <laughs> we went and visited um, the lake. And I moved to Athol, Idaho, which is population 750. So and they're I probably thought, up to about 900 now. I don't know. I thought that I purchased a house in Coeur d'Alene, but when I got here, I found out no, it wasn't Coeur d'Alene. So um, in Athol, you can get to the Lake Pondere in like a mile and a half. It's not. It's a little long. It's like four miles or something four like miles? down by um, a baby, right? Right. At, right at the dock that I'm talking about that other place, not Bayview. Yeah. No, but... And then we went to Sandpoint to visit one time, and I'm like, look, that lake is the same name as our lake. And it's 25 miles away. <laughs> and so then we realized that Lake Pondere is a it's really long a lake. a very big lake, a very, very long deep, lake. Very deep. Same lake... lake that's over here in Athol. And don't tell anybody, but the military has a base there. They, they test submarine stuff there. Well, they Ooh. did. Well, they don't anymore. Okay, so that's the Albarino. Mm-hmm. I will read a little bit on the back label because it's interesting. Established in 1995, Ponderay Winery produces handcrafted wines from the world-class vineyards of the Northwest. The winery is located in the shores of Idaho's largest lake, which was named by... French fur traders for its earring adorned natives. Pondere. I don't even know what pondere means, really. The top of, it tro- means, well, it's a hearing pond, so an echoing pond. Um, pond means pond, and ore oh, is, is right? to hear. And pond is in spelled P E N D. Well, that uh, is P O N D. It means P O N D. The it's tropi- French. The tropical flavors of Albarino remind me of. Pineapple, lime, peaches, and other exotic fruits. We fermented this wine in stainless steel. I got that part right. Yes, you did. At cool temperatures to maintain its dazzling fruit notes. Albarino is a great wine pairing with seafood and many types of salads. Uh, James Bopp, Kylie Presta, and Will Does Cannon. Does it say what the makers. residual sugar on that is? I doubt it, no. Because it's a little bit sweet. You know what? I got that too. Uh, if you want to talk a little bit, I'll I'll look what the residual sugar is. See if I can do that real quick. It's not, it's, it comes across dry at first, um, dry on the nose, but then you get sugar on the end. So it would be really good with seafood, I think. One wine that I wanted to mention that they produce is a Deadhead Red Petit Verdot. I think uh, that's petite, pretty funny. You're doing a Petit Verdot now? It's $32 a bottle, but that's a cool name anyways. So do you want to talk about the price points of these two wines? So the Cab Franc was $22. Well, that's really, really reasonable. Fairly reasonable. <laughs> and the Albarino was 19 but I actually got it for a little less than that at Fred Meyer because they have good prices. But I do love their new label. 
it has a map of Lake Pondere on it, and it's just white with that. Very pretty. So this sucks. Well, here's the, I got stuff <laughs> on the cab cab franc. They may not list the residual sugar. They mostly do that for Riesling. Uh, okay, cab franc. Let me read from the back while you're thinking about a potential social media tip of the week. Our Cabernet Franc is sourced from the Winebow Vineyard on the Waluki Slope and the Coyote Canyon Vineyard in the Horse Heaven Hills. Coyote Canyon was a Merlot that was available on Wine Text through the Gary View Wine Club and Wine Library today. Oh, wow. Yeah, Coyote Canyon is also a winery, but it's also a vineyard here. Its playful fruit and subtle tannins make it a great pairing with stews, pork, and grilled meats. We are having beer butt chicken tonight. We are. So, hmm, what will we do? Uh, so the Albareño was 100% Albareño. Which 100%. Is, which is interesting. And the alcohol on that is 14.4. Ah, I said between 14 and 5. I did taste the heat. No, that was on the... No, it was Cab not. Franc. Oh, the Cab Franc. Oh, right, the Albarino is how much? 14.4? Yes. Oh, my God. For a white wine. That's a lot. That's a lot for a white. It is. Oh, my That's gosh. Washington for you. So now that this uh, Cab Franc is starting to open up a little bit, it's softening up, too. Is it? Great legs. Great color. Thank you. <laughs> Like I said, Shelly's getting very comfortable <laughs> with the podcast now. Do you have some uh, alcohol on the Cap Franc? I, I'm trying to find that, and I don't see that. Sorry. Unless it's on the back. I'm sure it's Oh, it has somewhere. to be on the bottle. That's right. 14.4 also. How can a white wine have the 14, same 4. alcohol as the red wine that... Is interesting. It says 13.1 on this Albarino. Interesting. Yeah. How about that? Let's go with that because that seems more accurate. It does seem more accurate. It still seems high, but it seems more accurate. Yeah. Um, okay. So, a social media tip? So, let's just say on our Facebook Live this Wednesday. We should do one Monday to make up for the one we missed on Friday. On Friday. That's not good. <laughs> Anyways. We do Facebook Lives on Wednesday and Friday on our page, which is Social Media Summit CDA. I'm going to do these really quickly. If you're going to have a business, you need a website because you don't own your social platforms. You want to drive everybody back to your website with your social media. So social media is like a bus. And we drive people back to your website so they can make a purchase, um, hire you for a service, there's that you need the website so also put your social media icons on your website but not too huge because we want to keep people on your website we don't want them going off to twitter and getting lost in donald trump's tweets but so. if you do if you do have people going off your website make sure that they open in a new tab yeah don't have it open in the same tab because what that does is gets them off of your website and like Shelly says you don't want them off your website you want them on your website for as long as possible to navigate the brilliance of your website and your and your business <laughs> and your brand but right. if, if so you can do that 
you know, so if someone clicks on one of your social buttons, it'll open a new tab. So your website's still open. It's still there. Right. Also, if you're getting any printed materials, business cards, postcards, always put your social media ads on on your business cards and also yeah handles um a few more wines that we those are great tips by the way i feel like we just talked about those because <laughs> we, we did. did on our facebook live <laughs> i know we, oh that's right part two will be a lot easier uh anyway we had the waterbrook trifecta we also had kim crawford sauvignon blanc we haven't had that sauvignon blanc for a long time it was really delicious it was bought it at a gas station for 15 bucks. That's it was like, actually a good price. They had Marisolet there. Yeah, which we've is had, $30. Yeah, we've had a Marisolet episode. Say something about the clientele going up and down Northwest Boulevard. We have a lot of, it's a, a resort town, so we have a lot of visitors. And those visitors might have a little bit of money. Not as many yeah. visitors this year than it has been past. Yeah, we had yeah. a Cataretta Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a $40 bottle, supposedly, got for $10 at Grocery Outlet, based off a tip from a sommelier we know. But I did some research, and like Vivino, when I put it in Vivino, oh, we we're going to have that episode about wine apps oh, yeah. at some point. But it said average price $9.99. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Because they sold it off. Yeah, who, yeah, that's true. Could be. We also had a Leah Cole. But we like. Cataretta. We have four really Cataretta at our um, wine vintage. Vintage bouquet. Yep. Yes. No longer taste of Washington. No, I always. We had a Leocol number forty-one French Town Red. Leocol means what? Leocol. School. Schoolhouse. No, just the school. Okay. It's actually if you can get your hands on any Leocol. 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 See, I'm not a French speaker. It's really good wine. Uh, some of it's a bit spendy, but some of it's not. Uh, we had an Antonori Toscana, kind of a gateway wine into the wines of Antonori. Antonori is very well-renowned in Italy and makes some good wines. This is only a $13 wine. Great, easy-drinking wine. And we had a Kendall Jackson Grand Reserve Cabernet, 2013, that was given to us as a gift that I honestly didn't expect too much from it. It was pretty good. Uh, so I've had people tell me we need to teach more about wine. I think that we've been teaching about wine a little bit. We've been talking about the wines we drink. I think so. This is really, really good. The Albarino is very fruity. It does have... Well, it's not really I, very I, fruity. Well, it's, it, crisp. it's fruity. It's crisp. And it does sweet. have some sweetness to it. But gosh... A little more sweetness than I prefer, but I think it would pair well with um, oysters... And shroom cocktail. We need to get some oysters, and then we'll do a Madeline Angevine. That's really good. It has a lot of acid, so it takes uh, it calms down the sweetness with the acid. Uh, At least I think so. And then the Pondere Cap Franc is delicious. You should, if you live in the Coeur d'Alene area, you should be able to find that fairly easy. Obviously, Sandpoint would be a worth it. Fred oh, well, there you go. I know where Shelly was shopped today. Fred Meyer. Uh, have an awesome weekend. Thank you for listening. Remember, with just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes less overwhelming. And hopefully you heard what I said because Shelly was playing with her. <laughs> <laughs>
microphone. It was like. Okay, do it again. No, I think this is good. I think that's it. And then you're going to say, I don't like this week's episode. No, I was going to say, nope, we're good. Okay. Have a great week. End. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating or boring either. Let sommelier and wine buyer for the Culinary Stone, Trevor Treller, help you in selecting wines that deliver the best quality-to-price ratio. The wine regions of the world and our own country can offer up these glorious bang-for-the-buck items and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let us guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208 277-4116. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to visit our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page for daily conversation. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, here's our toast to you, to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, and of course, romance.